It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Let's see if my cynicism of the political world plays out. Now, that's a heck of a setup for one of our regular guests on the show, but by now, I think he's used to it. Uh, Dan Caldwell, uh, Concerned Veterans of America Senior Advisor, joins me himself, a uh, Marine vet. Dan, great to have you back. David, thank you for having me on again. All right, so Dan, pure cynicism. I, I told you, you know what's coming. I, well, you may not know what's coming, but you know me by now. This whole Biden withdrawal by 9-11, putting that date right in focus, is pure political marketing for them. Now, we'll get into the other issues, but just that single point right there, that they, we will withdraw all troops from Afghanistan by September 11, 2021, which would be the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. And you say? Well, I, I always think a healthy dose of cynicism and skepticism is warranted. But, um, you know, while I would have preferred that they stick to the May 1st deadline that President Trump had laid down, you know, I think that putting a firm September 2021 date for a full withdrawal, and this is a, a full withdrawal, they're not going to secretly leave behind a few hundred troops, is a good thing. And I would also say, too, there was some news over the weekend that it looks like they're already walking back this September 11th withdrawal date and actually moving it up to possibly July 4th. So, you know, I, I think that, that overall, again, this is a good thing. And I would just point out to your listeners, in effect, President Biden is finishing what President Trump started. He's operating within the framework that President Trump left him. And we ultimately wouldn't be withdrawing ha- had President Trump not signed the Doha Agreement last year and not put this May 1st deadline in place, which even Biden in his speech last week had to acknowledge. So ultimately, I, I think overall this is a good thing. But again, David, I, I, I totally understand your cynicism and skepticism here. Yeah, I mean, moving it back to July 4th is not helping my cynicism and my skepticism anyway, because we know that in Washington, D.C., politics and optics go together hand in hand. Now let's talk about, you know, it's a harsh reality. And it's not a one, you know, either or scenario. There will always be something bad and good out of this. There will be lots of analysis on all sides. Endless wars, loss of American life, you know, the blood and treasure that has been spent and the outcome, right? The return. If we're not going to win, close the deal, or if we've already, in the case of taking out the Taliban, gone and done what we needed to do. You know, nation building was not necessary, at least certainly not at this scope. I wouldn't say it was I would say it was unfair to say we shouldn't try to help at times over the past years. But we went too far. How do you see this? And no one can game it out fully. But how do you see this playing out? So there's less loss of life between now and whenever we withdraw in whatever form, because I think that's the question families are asking. Will will my family member be home? Yeah, and that, that's an important question. And I think that the way that, that Joe Biden framed it and the way that, that, you know, different actors in Afghanistan have accepted it, 
uh, particularly the Taliban, is I, I think that there is, you know, an opportunity to really do this safely um, and ex- expeditiously. And I think, you know, going back to the July 4th thing, I actually think that that is an acknowledgement that, look, the sooner we get out, the less risk there is that you'll have another American dying in Afghanistan after we accomplished what we needed to long ago. Um, and so I, I think that the quicker, the better. And I would hope that the Biden administration keeps moving in the direction it seems to be moving the last 72 hours by moving that, that deadline forward, by coming home sooner and closer than May 1st deadline, that, that removes an incentive for the Taliban to attack us on the way out. Um, I would say, though, that, look, um, things are going to get worse in Afghanistan, um, whether we're there or not. And, and that's the key thing that we need to keep in mind. Um, Afghanistan is bad. After 20 years of fighting, after tens of billions of dollars spent to build a functioning Afghan security forces, the, the, the Taliban controls more of the country um, at, more, more at any point since 2001. And that's likely going to increase. I don't think the whole country is going to fall under the control of the Taliban. Pre-2001, they didn't control the whole country. But things are going to get bad. And I think that a lot of folks are going to say, was like, well, this is a reason why we shouldn't have gotten out. But the reality is, is that um, we cannot do any more to fundamentally change the situation there. So we need to get out and ensure that there aren't any more families losing their loved ones in this war. That, again, I can't emphasize enough. We won the war we needed to win, and we lost the war we didn't need to fight. So that's why it is time to get out. And again, I'm glad that President Biden followed President Trump's lead and and is finishing this withdrawal. Is it fair to say, Dan, that no one will wholly rule Afghanistan? You have different segments, different populations. You have different influences between Pakistan, Iran, other actors, even Russia and the multinationals, China, etc. So fragmentation is their existence, isn't it? Yeah, effectively. Um, Afghanistan did have a functioning central government uh, in the middle of the 20th century, but their, their control over the country was, was always pretty loose. And um, it, it wasn't a very centralized government with, with control throughout all um, parts of the country. When the communists took over in, 19, in the 1970s, they tried to extend that control, and that's when, the, in effect, the civil war that continues to this day um, started. And so any attempt to centrally govern Afghanistan in a really top-down um, authoritarian way um, has failed because of all the different uh, ethnic and religious tensions that you pointed out. And really, at the end of the day, that that actually is good for our long-term interests because it it does make it more difficult for the Taliban to control the whole country, for actors that want to use it as a base for terrorism again. And it also incentivizes other people in the region, all the people you just listed out, China, Pakistan, Iran, and Russia, not to allow Afghanistan, again, to become a staging area for terrorism. Even countries that we don't get along with, Iran and Russia, they don't want to see the Taliban come back. They, they hate the Taliban just as much as we do. And so it's good for them to put more resources in focusing on Afghanistan, saying to other efforts that uh, are more harmful to our interests. So 
that that's an important way to look at it is is you have some people saying oh well china won here it'd be great if china had to put more resources into securing afghanistan because that's fewer resources they they would have to they would have to screw around in the south china sea which is of much more importance to us as a country than afghanistan which is in effect a strategic backwater for us at the moment see this is where i become a bit more concerned about the reality of the other actors, China, Iran, let's not forget India. India has a huge interest as well. Uh, Their resources drawn to Afghanistan is one thing, but America dealing with those countries outside of Afghanistan has to be in a position of strength. Now, strength doesn't necessarily mean military strength, but, you know, we have all the instruments of national power that we can deploy. And I'm concerned that the Biden administration will not deal with these countries effectively enough, which can help, for lack of a better term, deal with Afghanistan down the line. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I mean, that, that, that is something that, that everybody should be, you know, wondering about and keeping an eye on. Um, you know, I, I think that even if the Biden administration, you know, makes mistakes in how they, they deal with this uh, problem and deal with these countries, at the end of the day, they're going to have to deal with the reality on their borders. And they're going to have to act within their best interests regardless of whether or not the United States is doing the right or wrong thing diplomatically. Now, they can throw things off and create the, 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 the wrong incentives, but I think that all these countries are, you know, they, they don't want to return to the pre-2001 status quo where Afghanistan is a staging ground for all these groups where you had a lot of, of terrorists throwing out of the country, and even the Taliban in a lot of ways, doesn't want to return to that. Um, you know, it's worth noting that when uh, we killed Osama bin Laden, we found documents um, in his compound that basically was messages from the Taliban saying, look, if we take power back, you can't all expect to come back into Afghanistan. So I think there's a lot of forces at play here that will benefit us, even if the Biden administration makes mistakes in how they ultimately uh, deal with uh, the regional powers um, in South Asia. Well, Dan, we will watch this all play out. I still just my cynicism, political marketing. There's a lot of other days in the year, 363 to be exact, but seem to be focused on that. And then tragically, uh, unfortunately, my cynicism tends to play out, but I'll see how that goes. Dan, Always, always interesting, always good points of analysis. Thank you. Yes, I I appreciate it, David, and thank you for having me on. And again, I just want to say a healthy bit of cynicism and skepticism is always warranted. (laughs) You and I carry a lot of that, Dan. I think that's good for the the people out there. Dan Caldwell, Concerned Veterans of America, Senior Advisor and a veteran. Semper Fi, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, David. All right, we'll take a break. I'll be right back. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.